What a day. Yes. Welcome to Listen and Learn or Not, the first episode in 2021. Yeah. I'm Anna D. We have life coach Lori. We have Claire. We're a little on edge today. And I would like to preface this with, we are podcasters, but we are also broadcasters. And we have been trained to tell the news, not opinions. That's what I keep thinking about today is that we're not political. There's a bunch of facts about what is happening. Does that make sense? Yes. And so I feel like, of course, it's so weird that we recorded today instead of tomorrow. Ooh, it was meant to be. Yeah. And I don't want anyone to think this is just like a big opinion fest. I um, actually have the recording of both Joe Biden and President Trump available. So let's start with what's going on, because some people might be listening to this in the future saying, which part of 2021 are they talking about? (laughs) Which day was that? (laughs) Yes. So this is today. Wednesday, January 6th, and this is the day that a major situation is underway at the U.S. Capitol. It started a a few hours ago. Some call it a lockdown. Some call it a coup. Some say it was a protest. Some say it's domestic terrorism. Here's the fact. The Capitol is on lockdown. Uh, After the president told his supporters, we see this on tweet, the (laughs) president told his supporters to protest the elections. And Uh, to be specific, it's today because today is the day that traditionally, constitutionally, the Senate would come in and certify the general election that was held. Yes, and the planned event that everybody knew was coming led to supporters going further and storming the Capitol. Never happened before. Maybe it happened like, what, early 1800s or something. But it forced Congress to recess during that joint session that Claire was talking Mm -hmm. about. Then lawmakers had to shelter in place and they were hearing things on the speakers saying, get away from the windows. There, so there, there are shelter. images, you know, that, that came out this mm-hmm. morning of armed secret service, bailiffs, the uh, other people that are traditionally there for protection within the, the seats of Congress with their guns out, mm-hmm. g- gar- guarding windows and doors because people had made it past D.C. police and the other external people that were out there for what they thought would be a peaceful protest. They got past all of them and you can actually see the photographs from inside of our U.S. Congress buildings of our armed Secret Service trying to protect our Congress members. And we're supposed to have the best dang security (laughs) in the world. People ended up also shooting into the chamber. Mm -hmm. Uh, Outside of the Capitol, people were pepper spraying police. This was supposed to be, yes, a peaceful protesting There were Trump flags, there were MAGA hats, so we know what side, um, and I'll stop talking after these questions, but at this point, are they protesters anymore, or is it terrorism? That's a really good question. This can't, this mm-hmm. can't happen. Civilians cannot be doing this. Uh, no, and, no, no one gets and, to come other, with a weapon inside of our, mm-hmm. of our chambers. Even in uh, Joe Biden spoke first and he said, this is not our America. These are not Americans doing this. That right. begs your question, Anna. Maybe it's like we have seen in Seattle when they have quiet protests and then other people, anarchists, come in just to stir the pot. And That's right. We have definitely seen a lot that where people come in from outside just to be agitators, just for the sake of agitating. Because they can't. Unless, in, in this case, unless there were people who went out of their way to dress in those, in those outfits to make, you know, trouble. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, which is entirely possible. I don't know. I wasn't there and I don't know those people. But they're certainly painting themselves. They're not just wearing blank masks. They're they're painting themselves as a, as a certain uh, radical group. And that's going to reflect badly on, on anyone who... who I, I, I feel bad for people on whom it reflects badly. I really do. I feel terrible for real true patriots that they're, yes. that they're watching this happen. And Claire, you have people there in the scene knowing what's going on. Yeah, I have a friend who's a government employee, and he lives just a few blocks from the Capitol, and he's been sort of reporting. It's a <laughs> little bit difficult to read what he's saying because a lot of it is political, just despite being in, a, in what is a, uh, a nonpartisan job. He has a partisan position, although I would say in this case it doesn't really matter. So again, this is my friend who's an attorney uh, who works at the U.S. Department of Treasury, and he says, I'm safe in my apartment 14 blocks away, watching quite a bit of armed equipment rolling down Maryland Avenue toward the Capitol. This was wholly predictable and is a tragedy in every respect. Uh, Let's all be clear what is happening right now in this moment in our Capitol building is sedition. So it's interesting your question, Anna, about at what point what point does protest become terrorism? At what point does protest also become the federal crime of, of sedition against the United States of America? It's very it's it's an interesting there are a lot of factors at play here, which I'm guessing the majority of the people that are down there protesting don't know. I doubt they know. I think they think they're right about their side and they want to go down there and they want to do that and they're angry because they feel marginalized for whatever reason. But I don't, I'd like to think that they don't realize they're committing a very serious crime against the government, let alone putting a lot of people in danger, innocent people. Yeah. It's really, really, really stunning. Now, your friend said. It sounded like he said that this was uh, either predictable or or they they foresaw this. And this was wholly predictable and is a tragedy in every respect. Yes. So I I think what he's saying there is they should have had more National Guard protection in place before this happened. I'm interpreting, but I think that's what he's saying. I, I remember right after the elections, we're already hearing... We were hearing the president say, this is a scam, the election fraud, already starting with that. He even started before I think the election started. I I was responding to someone's tweet, something about, it was about the president. I, I asked a question back to the person asking, hey, would you put it past him to cause bloodshed to stay in the White House? Some people answered, no, they mm-hmm. could see him doing anything to stay in the White House including that. And then I started thinking, well, gosh, I mean, this could mean civil war. Is this what uh, people think? And then I thought maybe I was just going overboard. So today, one person, a civilian got shot. One of the Capitol Police officers also got shot. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I I don't know if they're life-threatening yet. Either way, I mean, if she's fine, what this could have led to and what we know so far it's not too far. I, I don't think that now, looking back two months ago, that's not... So you, I don't know. You made that, you made that comment. You, you, asked, you asked that question two months ago. Yeah. November 9th, I'm seeing, uh, was this, this gotcha. tweet. I think eventually the entire original tweet was eliminated for whatever reason. I, I think certain words caused Twitter to say, nope, we're, we, right. have to, we have to stop this conversation. Uh, Let, let's look at it this way. And, and again, it's early. Today is actually the day that, that, that this is happening. So far in the several hours that this has been going on, 
I haven't seen anything else in any other states or cities. Have you guys? Wait, I'm so sorry. Can you say that one more time? I've got to put my phone away because it's saying these. Okay, so go ahead. Sorry about it. Is it telling us the dog is pooping in your yard? (laughs) Yes. Yes, it was. And I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I want to try to allay your fear about the notion of civil war as opposed to this protest. As of right now, and it's it, this is the day, we're recording this podcast on the day that this is all unfolding, but are we seeing this anywhere else in other cities across the country, or is it just at the U.S. Capitol right now? That's what I was wondering. I was listening to our local news, hoping to hear if there was something in Olympia, but mm-hmm. I have not heard anything yet. So I think I would, I choose to think that we're looking, what we're looking at is extremism. And they're extremism on both sides. You guys might remember here in the Seattle area earlier this year when we were having all the protests all over Seattle uh, uh, involving Black Lives Matter and, and other issues. And there is a, a, a very radical on the other side, on the left side, city council person here in the Seattle area who was very much about very sort of anti the way the police were handling things. And she gave out the home address of the police chief and the mm. mayor. Both of which are protected information, which led to armed protesters going to their homes. And fortunately, nobody was hurt. But before you think that we're out here attacking people on the right, I just want to make it clear that there are extremists on all sides of this issue. And that's why I think we're not we're not looking at a civil war issue, Anna. I do think that we might be looking at other things like this that are going to pop up in the next few weeks. But as long as the the president or other people in position of leadership. We've already seen it demonstrated today by the Vice President Mike Pence and by um, the House um, Majority Leader Mitch McConnell telling people to stand down and democracy has spoken and this is the way it's going forward. I do think that this is going, I choose to think that this is all gonna calm down. Mm-hmm. And I can understand your fear, Anna, about civil war, especially when you hear you know, people rising to bloodshed. I choose to think it's just not nearly as many people. My fear, is that we're going to see things like Timothy McVeigh bombing the Oklahoma City Federal Building. Those are the things that, I, mm. that I'm that i concerned about are individual acts of terrorism in which individual people are going to get injured. And I, I certainly hope that President Trump and other leaders tell people that it's time to, to stand down and, and go home. And he actually did in his tweet. Did mm-hmm. you know that? He did. Yes. He did. And, um, he did. I heard it. Just to layer this, in Olympia... Trump supporters peacefully rallied at the Washington State Capitol in Olympia over the congressional confirmation of president-elect election results. So there was about three to four hundred people and it was peaceful in Olympia. That gives me a lot of peace to see that this is something unfolding at the Capitol. And I think we have seen in most reports, as as you alluded to, Claire, that this is not our America that's doing this. This is you know, people that are more extreme. We want to feel safe in our state, in our country. Yeah, yeah, yeah we do. We do. It's scary. I'm not going to tell you it's not scary. Never in my lifetime did I think I would see something like this. Protestation becomes terrorism, becomes sedition. Never in my life did I think I would see it. I hope the powers that be are just going to do what's right going forward. I do too. And I think for me, as I, I chose not to listen until I got in my car, because I didn't want to be upset. And I knew I'd find out eventually that's what happens when you work in media. But <laughs> I felt like 
the news I was listening to, you know, we we know there's fake news, but I believe I can rely on certain news. (laughs) And people were there and they were not being opinionated. They were saying what was happening and the facts. And I think that it would be really easy to get caught up and get really worried. I think overall, I think what people want is for us to know that this isn't typical. And I think about other countries watching and what are they thinking, you know. And so I always err on the side of questions rather than what is going on. I'm like, I wonder what it is they really want. If they're storming in there and they're going to just go in there, what is it they want to do? Do they want to go in and kill people? Do they want to go in? and What do they want? What is the purpose of getting in there? Is there something they want to say? Let's find out. Or is this just action? That's a great question. What what did they think when they got in there? Mm-hmm. Were they going to take some of the uh, were, were there were there ballots in there? I mean, mm-hmm. there were, right. it's an official count, right? Right. <laughs> but that's the electoral votes because they were right. saying this is our house. It's our house, and we want in. And I I right. thought I wonder what they would want to say if if we if in a perfect world we could say we see you're really upset. <laughs> what is it you want to say? And really hear them out. Would it be a bunch of mumble jumble because they've just doing this because they want to cause insight? Or do they have some really valid things that we could all listen to and maybe find some place of peace? Because even though we think different, we have to work together. We all know. That's why it says opposites attract. We all know we don't want somebody just like us. We don't want us to all be the same. We need that friction. But we also need to find a way to get along. So what you're saying is, if this were a Frank Capra, Jimmy Stewart movie, right. had they actually reached the podium there in Congress mm-hmm. and made a speech, what would they have said? Exactly. Right. Good question. Good question. Can you, do you do this, Lori? You you make me think. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if you're ever listening to Listen or Learn or Not and we all just get into silence, it's because Lori said something that makes me and Anna go, oh my God, like mind blown. <laughs> I mean, I've been looking at all these tweets and, you know, Mm -hmm. some people like, why isn't the Capitol Police doing something better? Or where is it, you know, where is the military? This is uh, maybe an hour or two after it happened. And then I see this one that says, I've seen better security at fish concerts. (laughs) (laughs) George Stephanopoulos talked with somebody that was in charge of security and apparently they just really weren't expecting this. No. See, that's surprising to me because if a civilian like me back two months ago asked that question, mm-hmm. you know, could you see this happening? I can't have been the only one. I feel like I am hearing people say, we saw this coming. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to not see it coming. It's another thing to know. And in fact, people at the White House did not go to work at the Capitol today because... Of this, did you know that? I did no. not know yes. that. Yes, so, so many they had an idea. Yeah, that's why I have some questions. I know this just happened. We're going to hear more. There's definitely going to be investigation. We'll probably get more answers. I just, I'm mind blown. I can't. I'm not the only one who thought this. Mm-hmm. I know it. No, no, no. You're definitely not the only one who thought this. Yeah. In fact, now, as far as why did they let it get that far? Also, keep in mind. Right. I got a feel for the poor D.C. police. What are they going to do? Fire on their own citizens? They can't right. do that. If we've learned anything from all, yeah. all of the protests that happened over the summer about other issues, you can barely tear gas people now without getting called on the carpet. You certainly can't fire on people. But the Secret Service can. I think of the mm-hmm. people who actually got in the chamber and started firing. 
I think that's a situation where they could probably fire on the protesters. But outside, there really was nothing they could do. And think about this. When you're thinking about media, police, even if uh, apparently the National Guard is coming in, they're going to be different parties, but they have to uphold the law and protect the people. And so it's like they don't have that privilege of saying, well, this is what I believe. This is so this is how I'm going to respond. They respond in a professional way for the way that they're trained. And that was on my mind a lot, too. It's like so many people have to stay in that middle ground and just look at the facts and not get emotional or even sway towards what they believe. They have to do what they're sworn to do. I feel like um, I I just only 20 minutes ago saw that SWAT team came. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hope I'm wrong, but it's like I almost feel like if people were able to predict that this was going to happen, if I'm right, especially people milling around the Capitol, these folks would have been around, just around um, right then and there. Yeah, like in well, the building, think- ready. Yeah, <laughs> right. I think I would think in this. I would think ever since 9/11, they would be there anyway. I'm a little, I agree with you on that respect that usually they're visible, you know, let alone mm-hmm. invisible. Um, but when you they look, we're definitely underprepared for this. I'm wondering, I'm guessing they didn't do a National Guard mobilization beforehand because of because of what they call optics. It would have looked bad. Oh, yeah. Um, and, but also the White House is solidly protected. Nobody is getting yes. within blocks of it. So maybe right. that's where all the energy went. Maybe they were like, they may storm the Capitol or they may come to the White House. Yeah, but why would they storm the White House? That's what they, they're okay with the White House. It's what's happening. I, I, I agree with you that that's what they thought, mm-hmm. but that was probably the wrong thought. And maybe they thought, you know, we're here for Trump and maybe he'll come out and maybe, you know, who knows. But um, they've made it clear (laughs) that that's why they're there. And and in his tweet, Trump said, thank you, but we need peace. Go home. Uh, So he acknowledged that they were basically his people. Yeah. Where what I do. You know, I don't know is where was he? Has he been in the White House all day? Yes, he has, because nobody wanted to leave the White House today. Right. Yes, that's what I thought. So mm. he, he never physically went to the Capitol. Today. The vice president was there, uh, but he wasn't there. OK, that's what I thought. Yeah. And when when Biden finally spoke, he was in Delaware. So I don't know if he was actually there, or if he was standing by in Delaware the whole time. Right. And then there's, oh, God, I forgot about the pandemic. You got, right. You got to throw COVID, you got to throw COVID on top of all this. Too. Jeez. Hundreds, hundreds of people crowded together and then mm-hmm. randomly storming in. I forgot about that. Right. Oh my my goodness. Yeah. yeah. Another super spreader event. Exactly. Yeah. No kidding. No yeah. kidding. That's that's oh the gosh. Rose Garden on steroids. Wow. <laughs> hey, as as long as we're talking about today, I would like to throw one other thing in. Sharon's yeah, I, birthday? I get, no. <laughs> yes. Happy birthday to my wife Sharon. <laughs> as long as we're getting political. I to, to my wife Sharon. Happy we birthday, did. Sharon. We're, we're still looking at the final tallies of the results of the uh, runoff election in Georgia in terms of the yeah. Senate seats. But it looks as though uh, Reverend Warnock has won his seat. And yes. I was absolutely stunned to realize that he would be the first black senator from the state of Georgia. Really? Mm-hmm. I, I was like, really? In all, in all of these years? In all these years. That is just mm. stunning. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's the projection, and or, or is it official now? Is it official at this point? I, I, I don't think it's. I don't think it's officially official. official. No? Okay. It, it okay. was a farther race than the other one. Uh, uh, Warnock and and um, uh, the woman whose name I can't remember was pretty far apart. So it looks like he's going to get it. The other one, Ossoff and Purdue, that's still too close to call. 
last I saw that Ossoff was in the lead. But it's just uh, it it really is when you but you know, just thinking back on again, you know, we've we've talked so much this year since since Black Lives Matter came um so much more into the forefront of our lives about what we call our blind spots and 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 how much you know some of us still have to learn about the history of our United States and to think even and yeah I know it's a southern state fine but just to think uh that it took this long to get one black senator yeah. in the state of Georgia is it's mind-boggling but it's also I'm very heartened that it's yes. finally happened and that it happened mm-hmm. this year yes I mean, when when you think about it, and we've said this so many times, and that's why I felt when uh, Anna reached out and said, you know, are we going to talk about this, that we would because today right now is history. And in 20 years, when my granddaughter says, Grandma, I don't quite remember that I tell her what I know. It's like, this is what is going to go in books. 2020, the pandemic. 2021, the, the capital getting rushed. The capital. Yes, you're right. And then you're going to tell your grandkid to listen to listen and learn or not. That's right. Go yeah. back and listen to January's. Because <laughs> we mentioned it. <laughs> We're going to go right next to Walter Cronkite in the Annals of History. Yes. <laughs> Walter Cronkite. Here's Dan Rather. This is like man on the moon. And here's listen and learn or not talking about the day the Capitol got stormed. So seriously, on my computer, it will be like that. So my grandkids will think that. <laughs> <laughs> they get their new source from listen and learn or not. That's right. <laughs> and all things considered. Yeah. And, you know, seriously, we, we have all had so much to learn uh, through this year and even through this event, just looking at our government and looking at what we believe and are we willing to set aside a little bit of what we believe to be able to listen well to others? Because this is like tearing families apart. And I think that the blessing of COVID was small holidays, so they couldn't have the political talk. <laughs> <laughs> no pissing people yeah. off this year. It's just, you know, I feel like thinking back to like when I was a little kid and learning about U.S. history and yada, yada, yada. I just felt like the backbone of the United States, like what separated us from all the other, you know, countries, was our Constitution. I mm. think that's why I get my hackles up when I see people walking all over it. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. if you want to amend it and change it, I'm totally fine with that. But to just tear it up or ignore it because you just, because it doesn't suit you today, that's what, that's what's getting me, you know, and I don't know if it's like, if I want right. to, like, play a bunch of schoolhouse rock today (laughs) (laughs) i feel a song coming on (laughs) that bill like surrounded by protesters today (laughs) that the that the representatives and the senators and the leadership from both parties came together and supported the constitution and this rabble of people that are against it is one thing but i'm very heartened that the actual bodies chambers of government said no this is enough Mm -hmm. right that's, I think that's a great thing that happened today. And when you think about it, that the one that you were just talking about, I'm sorry, I can't think of his name that, in Georgia. Uh, Raphael Warnock. Raphael. Raphael Warnock. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So when you think mm-hmm. about how hard he has worked to get in a place to make a difference, that's what is really important. And I think if we could take anything away from this is go through the channels, get involved. If you want to see change, go and make change happen, but do it in mm-hmm. a way that people can get behind you and you can make effective change. Yes. Yeah. And OK, maybe it's slower. <laughs> it know? is. Who is the <laughs> 
who was the, the, the U.S. Senator from Washington, Patty Murray, the mom in tennis shoes, right? right? That's what they called her when she was first elected, the mom in tennis shoes, mm-hmm. because she didn't, there were things she didn't like, so she ran for office. Was it slower than carrying a gun to the Capitol? Yeah, it was. But in the long run, she's been much more effective than, than any one of these no-name protesters is going to be. Such a good point. And honestly, there's been people I know that have been talking about things, not necessarily political, about democracy, about government. And I've said, have you ever thought of running for a seat for the city council even? And they're like, oh, not me. I'm like, why not you? Mm -hmm. Exactly. We all have something to contribute if we're willing to take that chance. People are daunted by the money. It it, Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it takes a lot of money to... um, to run for office it does but we've got gofundme (laughs) we've got (laughs) we do Uh, a little a little fun fact for y'all um so uh in the state of georgia because of these runners i have i used to live there so i have a lot of friends that Mm. are there and work for all kinds of radio stations of all kinds of sizes and shapes this one particular friend from augusta so every year in november obviously radio sessions get a lot of political advertising and some of it's bought by the candidates and some of it's bought by political action committees but whatever it is you hear them all the time and we're all sick of the tv ads and the Mm -hmm. phone calls and all that kind of stuff well in georgia this year that of course extended into december because of this runoff election that happened so in a typical and this is COVID, mind you where unfortunately radio broadcasting has taken a big financial hit uh, because of coronavirus advertisers just don't have the money to spend on marketing and so radio stations aren't getting that revenue and we we've seen a, a lot of radio stations big and small really struggle with that loss of revenue so in georgia this one little radio station where my friend works in a typical a typical november they would bill about two hundred thousand dollars in political ads this year in november with covid going on they built $250,000 in political ads. Oh. And this year in December, where there's typically $0, they build $700,000. So wow. So this, this runoff election in Georgia literally saved a cluster <laughs> of radio stations. Isn't that wow. crazy? That's that, a yeah. lot of money. And a lot of yeah. jobs. And a lot of jobs. <laughs> and I'm thrilled for those people. And hopefully they're spreading the wealth throughout their little cluster, you know. But... um. I just that that figure stunned me when you told me that. <laughs> Nevertheless, I'm sure the people listening are very happy to not be getting those commercials and phone calls and texts. Right. <laughs> yeah, I felt like this year we had way less political advertising here in Washington. Mm-hmm. Not in November, or not in October. There was a there seemed I I couldn't get away from it. <laughs> really, I felt like yeah. I was October we had a lot. Mm. But I only know because sales are, that was a big. We were running out of room. Maybe <laughs> to, I'm to play ma- commercials because of political. Maybe I'm a master yeah. at tuning out. Good for you, you know. <laughs> However, <laughs> yesterday I, you know, I listened to music. I listened to the station, and you know, we multitask. We listen to this and that in the station, and while we were recording things, and all of a sudden yep. I hear a commercial for. Listen and learn, what? or not? Oh, I'm like, oh, I thought it was going to be 1877 cars for kids. Yeah, oh, no, don't even get me started on that. Come on, sing it, sing it. <laughs> oh, so many years ago when that ran all the time, it was like you couldn't get that out of your head. You'd wake up in the middle of the night going, "I'm not going to sing it because don't sing it." But I it would hurt your ears. <laughs> if you need that number, I know it right now. Yeah, you you yeah. know that show, um, Good Place. Mm-hmm. Yes. With, so a place where they're playing hell, and then the members of hell, they're like, "Okay, let's do our anthem." 
1-800. I remember that. Is there in hell? <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, maybe maybe we need a jingle. Maybe we need a listen and learn or not jingle. One listen eight seven learn. seven listen. And learn or not. Something like that. Or how about you know that Pepto Bismo commercial? Oh, oh, oh. diarrhea and, indigestion. Yes. Oh. They go through a whole list of nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> and he's so excited about the diarrhea part. but Well, not excited, but he's just so, he's soothing about the diarrhea, but he really wants to. Wants to make sure you get it. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe we could put our listen and learn jingle. Okay, you work on that, Anna. <laughs> okay. But if you oh, use the word no. diarrhea. That's really gross. I'm so sorry, <laughs> listeners. I'm so sorry. I don't think you are. I don't know why I went there. I don't think I'm you not are. I'm really sorry. <laughs> You're so not sorry. You're not even sorry, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, it, I know that I don't know if we're done talking about what we were, but I've not been able to watch The Mandalorian yet. I'm still working on it. However, I have watched The Queen's Gambit. Oh, oh yes. Have you seen it? So good. Mm-hmm. Very interesting, isn't it? Did you so did you get through all of it? I did. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking about it when I wasn't even watching it. I know. Yeah, I know. Were you staring at the ceiling and suddenly right. you're seeing chess? And I, yes, <laughs> but it was checkers. <laughs> <laughs> Much Ball simpler. game. <laughs> Love it. That's so funny because I got a um, I had to get a uh, a laptop. I got a new laptop. And it comes with, uh, the only game it comes with is chess. And I'm like, oh, I just watched The Queen's Gambit. I'll be really good at that. Oh, no, I'm terrible at chess. I'm so bad. I don't even get it. I'm going to have to, like, read books. And watching The Queen's Gambit did make me want to kind of, like, learn more about how to play. But it's one of those games that I I just, no matter how good you are, there's always going to be somebody that's better, in in my view. Obviously not in her view. So my brother Arnold was a chess champion in high school. Wow. Yes. Shout out to Arnold in Dallas and his family. Does he still play? (laughs) He's been teaching his son, my nephew, Tyler. Good. So, uh, and he, I believe he's been doing some chess championships himself. So, yeah. Oh, wow. I wonder. Yeah, he's passing it on. Yeah, I wonder what chess sales were like over Christmas after that came out because um, I've heard they several. Were sold out. Yeah, they were they? Were sold out. Yeah. Several podcasters were... I listen to have said, oh, yeah, I've, I'm picking up chess. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. No, they, um, I heard an interview with uh, two companies. Can't remember which ones they were right before Christmas that they couldn't even keep them in stock. Isn't that wow. Amazing. A yeah. board game. So yeah. here, here's the top 10 TV shows. 10, The Crown. 9, yep. Monarcha. 8, Best Leftovers Ever. 7, <laughs> Virgin River, which I started to watch that. I, I wasn't feeling it, but I may have to go back. 6. I liked Virgin River, did but you? I also like Hallmark movies. So Well, I so mean, do I. So hmm. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I dug, I dug Virgin River. But did you? What is, Left. I like this leftovers show. I'm going to have to check that. Yeah, out. best leftovers ever. And then six uh-huh. is called Dare Me. Five is Coco Melon. Am I saying that. that right? And then four is The Queen's Gambit. And then huh. three is The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Two I is. I that's great. I haven't seen that yet. Have you? I haven't either. And then Bridgerton, which I've seen, but I haven't watched. I've just seen the. And then Cobra Kai is number one. People oh. love Cobra Kai. Have you guys seen it yet? No, have you? I have not. 
I have not. I have this big curiosity about that one. Interesting. And, and of the top to 10, uh, I've only seen one. And how many have you seen, Claire? Um, it sounds like I've seen about five of them, but I wow. will tell you, I did not, I could not get Bridgerton at all. Mm. I just, I, I think I've, I think I've watched so many things that I think are just better, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like once, once you've seen Downton Abbey, right. why would you, Bridgerton is just, it's not, I thought it was terrible, but you know what I Apparently in the minority, a lot of people love it. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what it is I'm missing, but the acting, the directing, the writing, it was just I thought it was really bad. So yeah. I don't know. Obviously there's something I'm not getting. How about you, Anna? It sounded like I've only seen maybe one or two that's on your list. Um, but like we uh lately we have been choosing and picking stuff uh that we're kinda late for. So I don't know if you heard of like Big Little Eyes with uh Reese Witherspoon. We always yes. like Reese Witherspoon. Yes. That's wonderful. I, I enjoyed that very much. Mm-hmm. They're working on season three, so they're all excited about that. But while I'm waiting <laughs> Because of that show, I've started watching, oh, you guys are going to just die, The Real Housewives of Dallas. <gasps> oh, Anna. I know. I know. I'm so sorry. It's, I just, now I'm like, I can't get enough. So but why, why Dallas? Why'd you pick Dallas? I don't know, so because it was the first thing that popped up when I, when I started typing in Real Housewives. So. Right um, on, sister. Enjoy. <laughs> how about you, Lori? <laughs> Well, actually, I loved the Little Lies. And then how about Little Fires Everywhere? That was another one. I think I watched oh, I three one. with yeah, Reese. Oh, good. and then the morning show. Oh, my goodness. <gasps> oh, That's isn't that amazing? Oh, I will watch that again. Oh, yep. and the I ending. About watching it again, too. Oh, the yeah. ending was so freaking fabulous. I watched it again. It was like it just the way it summed up everything so quietly was just amazing. Mm. It really was. Now, that is good writing and good acting. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is, Steve Carell was just mind-boggling in oh. that. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard when yeah. you see people play ugly characters. <laughs> yeah. Took me a while to like yeah. Mark Harmon again. I had such a childhood crush on him until he played Ted Bundy. Then I was like, you're evil. I can't even look at you. Ted Bundy? <laughs> oh, he played Ted Bundy. See, I've never seen the Ted Bundy he, series. Oh, yeah. and he played it good because he's a charmer. Oh, no. Mark Harmon was Ted Bundy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was very traumatizing. Holy Ted Bundy. Holy. That's a far cry from summer school. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's what I had a crush on. <laughs> Oh, my God. Mine was called Spieling Home with Mark Harmon and Jodie Foster. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, we. I think we, so we've all had a Mark Harmon. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, who doesn't love, you know, NCIS? I mean, right. he's great on that, too. I know. But, yeah, it, it took him a long time to shed Ted Bundy. That's kind of why I wondered why Zac Efron went out of his way to be Ted Bundy. But in his case, he's trying to shed High School Musical, so maybe he right. thought that right. would help him. And it's a sign um, of a good actor. Now, Ted Danson played a, a child sex offender in a movie, oh. and it took me a long time. And I love him on Cheers. And then he played that, and it was like, oh, why did you play that? But, you know, I know they want to test their acting, and that's good. It shows they're a good actor if you have a hard time liking them after they play an insidious role. Like, you guys have seen The Help? Yes. yes. Wonderful movie. Who's the actress who uh, plays Miss Hilly? 
Bryce Dallas. Oh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yes. Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So when she played Miss Hilly, that was the first thing I saw her in. She plays a very horribly racist character. But then you see her in like other movies. You're like, oh, okay, thank goodness. But she's that means a, she's a good actress. <laughs> isn't she uh, Ron Howard's daughter? Is she? She must be. She mm. looks just like mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah, it's either, it's either his daughter or his niece. This one little website says, yes, she is. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Opie. She's Opie's daughter. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh my goodness. That's crazy. <laughs> wow. Lori, now you got me wanting to go back and watch the morning show again. I might have to do that. Oh. I might have to join you on that quest. Maybe we could do a watch party. Can we do that through Zoom or Facebook and we can just watch it together? Oh, <laughs> together. That'd be fun. That together apart. Good. How do you do it like together? I mean, uh, there's a way. I just don't know. Maybe yeah, we, we can could, figure we it could, out. We could do a watch party. That yeah. And then maybe we could, let's fun. let's plan it a couple weeks out and then we can, maybe our listeners can join us. What a great idea. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, um, I'm going to side note here now that we're going to do something together. <laughs> uh, so we have a common friend. She's on TikTok. It's our pal Tracy from work and she's pretty new to TikTok. Is uh, she on it or her cats? <laughs> well, it's her cat. So, so folks, she just adopted a couple of kittens after taking in their, their mom when she was pregnant with them and their many other siblings. Uh, so these little baby kittens are growing up. Uh, they are terrorizing her entire house, mm -hmm. which she loves. She calls herself and a foster failure. <laughs> yes. So she's been putting them on TikTok, syncing the video to fun music. She had one video that went pretty viral, really? almost like 100,000 views what? and over 25,000 likes. And then she got into TikTok jail uh, for a month, but it's not for going viral, but for some reason she's still unclear about so i asked her uh if she's counting on making money and she's like no you have to have like ten thousand followers to get into that group so i i i go dare me to put your handle on on our podcast and yeah. she's like yeah do it here it is at raven and ashes all one word at oh, raven the, and ashes that's the kitties at raven and ashes okay yes okay. so folks help our pal She's awesome. Those cats are so darn cute. And oh. she does she does a good job on those videos. I mean, I can't even believe she's new to this. So, well, those... we have another um, common friend mm -hmm. who's become a uh, quite the TikTok guru. And mm -hmm. they're good friends. So I expect that she's probably getting a little coaching from her. Yes. Which is good. That which makes good. sense. She, they're both really good at it. So that's awesome. Good. Because what TikTok needs is more cats and dog videos <laughs> and less people shaking their butts because yes. you know what i don't want to see people shaking their <laughs> yeah. butts i want to see dogs and cats no more teens butts. twerking not cool yeah <laughs> i don't want to see you twerk your cat twerk all day dog absolute twerkness you not so much <laughs> You know, I, I wanted, I, I'm going to tell you something. I, I wanted to surprise you guys. So the two original hosts of Listen and Learn or Not started with two other people. Mm -hmm. One was AJ, right. one was Priscilla, mm -hmm. um, who you both used to work at Warmer to 6.9. Sure. Um, AJ is now at Fort Collins. Yes. Mm -hmm. And he also has a TikTok at AJ and Max with mm -hmm. two X's. Right. And then Priscilla, we want to congratulate her as well. She just got married. Oh, <gasps> yay! How do we not know yes. this? Congratulations. And 
Yes. So I just want to throw that out too. I'm so sorry. Keep on throwing things out at you. (laughs) I love it. So now we have some people to follow. And I have to say, you know, we love AJ and he's got this great new co-host. Her name is Max with two X's and uh, she's young. She's just out of college and she swears she can tell the difference in bottled water. I did. That was so funny. Okay. But Facebook, I didn't see the TikTok. Go ahead. But to give her credit, she said three of them were Dasani. Yep. Of course, in her mind, this is the thing why it's so important to ask questions because we don't know what we think we don't know so she had no idea she was just sure that each one was a different water but he pulled poured Dasani in all of them and so he (laughs) he thought he was so funny which he is hilarious but I have to give her credit she really knew that at least three of them were Dasani originally and then she of course changed it because she thought oh I've got to name each one so I give her credit for that (laughs) she knew that he'd fooled her but she didn't she didn't know he was doing it oh my god good for her yeah so she nailed it Uh uh-huh I really feel like that they need to redo that with him really doing the other drinks because I think that she would have gotten them right. I do too. I mean, I, I can't. Too. I'm convinced. And isn't isn't his son named Max also? So he's got a co-host and a son named Max. Max with one X, yeah. And okay. of course, little Max <laughs> loves it, but he is Max one, and okay. Radio oh. Max is Max two. Oh. <laughs> they did a meatball video at Christmas and my granddaughter who is four so just a year younger than Max was watching and she kept saying hey talk to me she thought they were live <laughs> I tried to call them but it was actually real time so they couldn't Aww. answer but he was so engaging Max was that my granddaughter's like hey hey <laughs> trying to get him right. to talk to her <laughs> you know why she does that because you talk to them live on Skype right true or FaceTime yeah yeah, oh. yeah, she's used to seeing grandma live and, and mm. answering back to her. Yeah, Lala. Cute. <laughs> well, is it time for goodbye? It's time. So long. <laughs> Farewell. Farewell. I'll be to say She's bilingual. <laughs> yes. Well, life coach Lori, Claire, thank you for not storming my home. <laughs> we were oh. gonna. <laughs> Anna, thank you for safeguarding our democracy. Yes. <laughs> oh. Thank you, listeners, for downloading this podcast. You can get it everywhere you get your podcast, Apple, Google, Spotify, and Alexa. You could say, play, listen, and learn or not podcast, and it will play. I love that. Me too. Me too. How many stars should they give us? Five is really good. Five stars gets us a lot of ratings. Claire, what should they say about our podcast? They should say that this is so cool and they should recommend that everybody listening to it, everybody they're related to, everybody on their friends list. I would even maybe go down the street three or four houses on the block, randomly knock on a couple of doors and say, have you heard this podcast? (laughs) And then there's my family. You have a podcast? Speaking of that, my daughter is launching hers on Tuesday. She started a mentoring program, so it's for mentors. And I have to say, she is my daughter, but it is very awesome. So next week, I will point you in that direction. That's Okay, do you know the name of the podcast yet? Yes, it's The School of Mentoring. School of Mentoring. Mm -hmm. Like School of Rock? Exactly. Great name. Yes. I I fully expect her to have the exact same voice as you. Well, that will be interesting (laughs) to see what you think. (laughs) I do know that my middle granddaughter that's adopted, so she's five and she's been with us almost three years. One day Mm -hmm. last year, she was looking at me and looking at her mom and she said, hey, Grandma Lala, 
you look like my mom. (laughs) Of course, that tickled me. So sweet. Shout out to your family. Grandma Lala. Grandma Grandma Lala. Mm -hmm. Or as Josie, the uh, four-year-old who is just sassy pants, Lala. (laughs) Lala. (laughs) Now Claire and I are going to call you Life Coach Lala. We sure are. Just don't make me sing. (laughs) Well, happy 2021, everyone. Welcome to the new year. It's got to be better after today. Yes, yes. God bless, everyone. This is Listen and Learn or or Not. not. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye, girls. Bye-bye.